In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show, brought to you by your sponsor, Dan Watkins, of the All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. I'm Chris Lalamia, your favorite handyman, filling in for Jim, and I'm looking forward to kicking it around a little bit with Dan today. Yeah, Chris, it's it's great to have you. You know, unfortunately, Jim it can't be here, but uh, we couldn't have a better person filling in here. Chris is uh, owns a trusted toolbox. He's a handyman. He's um, really knows his way around a house, and I think that uh, that is really the best thing about Chris when we're talking to everybody out there right now. Just having somebody that's very knowledgeable on on lots of different things around the house you've got a lot to add chris and i'm looking forward to the show yeah i'm gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun and today we've got a special guest that we're gonna talk and kick it around a little bit more with we got devin bullard of bullard exteriors who started out in pressure washing but now takes care of everything from your roof to your siding all the way down to pressure washing devin welcome thank you guys for having me appreciate it so you started in pressure washing i think one of the things dan and i both as business owners uh, think that people appreciate and want to hear a little bit is how'd you start it so I had kind of a, a, a unique start to the business, I guess. Um, always wanted to be in the construction industry. Growing up, one of my best friend's dads had a roofing company, and I just really loved seeing how they built that and how they grew. Um, but for me, I was uh, going to school at UGA, um, you know, kind of a broke college kid. So I sold my motorcycle and bought a pressure washing trailer right. and started going door-to-door offering pressure washing. Um, nice. You know, I'd go to somebody's house, knock on the door, hey, I can clean your house right now. I'm literally ready to do it. Just sign here. And uh, so kind of went from there, saved up until we were able to add on painting. And in the beginning, I did everything myself. So whether it was the pressure washing, the painting, the siding, you know, you name it, it was just me doing it. And I ended up building out to where we've got crews and all of that fun stuff now, but saved up until we were able to expand to doing full exteriors and now we do everything from the roof down that's awesome you know in pressure washing i think one of the things that we we've talked about is not everybody knows how to do it i've seen some pressure washing jobs where i've come behind on the job and it looks like the guy tried to put his name in the side <laughs> uh, this poor customer doesn't know what to do and uh, doesn't know what's going on so talk a little bit about what the right pressure washing process is we, we call that zorro because it looks like zorro came through and hit it with a sword on the side of the house but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the main thing is applying the right chemical at the right pressure and letting it do its work. Um, most people, when they get into pressure washing, and even if they've been in it a while, they go too aggressive on either the chemical or the pressure. And you really want to let the chemical do its job instead of trying to rush through it. Because when you get in a hurry, you make mistakes. So... Well, I'll tell you what, I, I could use some pressure washing in my house, Chris, I can tell you that right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, it, it's crazy how quick the driveway gets dirty, you know, when you're when you're done with that or and, and how important it is to a paint job to move into to painting a little bit too. 
is get that pressure washing right before the paint goes on that's going to make for a good paint job correct absolutely i mean that's that's one of the most important parts of any kind of a paint job is the prep and to start with a nice clean surface is the number one thing because if you paint over anything then that's going to have an issue with your adhesion and all of that so that's a big thing we talk about this all the time but painting is one thing it's the prep Oh yeah, it's it's ninety percent prep, ten percent paint. I don't know what your percentage would be, but that's where you, as a homeowner, got to really make sure that who's ever coming into your house got to know what they're doing. They got to have it prepped, right? One hundred percent. You can you can't spend enough time on prep, um, or you can't spend too much time on prep. Rather, sorry, but that's one of the things where whenever you see a job that looks great in the first you know thirty days, sixty days, ninety days, and then starts to look bad after the harder you look at it most of the time they missed something in the prep and what what are the some of the things you're doing when you're prepping so as far as painting specifically the pressure washing is the first step and then we address any wood issues um whether there's any peeling paint anything that's you know anything that's rotting anything that needs to be fully repaired and primed first um redoing all the caulk joints making sure that everything's sealed up properly around all your entries um all of the edges on a house, as we like to say it, just you know, making sure that everything is sealed perfectly before you go into the painting. And then on any new products, we make sure that those get primed before we start painting because that helps it last a lot longer. And, and what is the difference? I know that you know, you've got different types of siding, you've mm -hmm. got stucco, you've got you know, different surfaces that you are painting. What are some of the differences when you're, I mean, or is there a difference, right? When you're picking out your paint or your prepping what what are some of those issues that you're dealing with with the different uh sidings yeah so most of the concrete siding like hardy or nietzsche um those are pretty straightforward with your prep as long as it's clean and as long as your caulk joints and all of your seams are good then you're in good shape when it comes down to stucco and brick that's where it gets a little bit more tricky because with those services they tend to hold a little bit more moisture um, and so if you don't prep it and prime it properly, then you can have an issue where, it, you know, you'll actually have paint peeling off. Um, we had a job, and I gave the gentleman a price years ago. Our price was a little bit higher, but it included doing a full coat of primer on the stucco. He ended up going with another company, and he called me about six months after the job was done, and said, hey, can you come look at this? And you could literally peel sections of the, of the paint off of his stucco because I don't know whether they pressure washed and then started painting right over it, but there was so much moisture that it just, I mean, it peeled off. That's amazing. It, it, it again goes down to the prep. You know, if I'm a homeowner, uh, you know, it, one of the things we've talked about is that it's your number one asset in your portfolio, right? I mean, for a lot of people, this is the biggest investment they have, not only the place where they're raising their family uh, and, and, and put their head down every night, so when you talk about painting, and we talk about it being a protector, how often should we be thinking about painting our home? Depending on what product you go with, if you go with a really high-quality paint, something like a Duration or an Emerald, um, then I think every 10-ish years. Um, if you're going with anything that's a little bit um, lower quality, still good paints, but I would recommend every seven to eight years. Um, and it also depends on the color you go with. If you go with a dark color, they heat up more and they just they start to crack and peel and flake a little bit faster and so the biggest thing is to look at your caulk joints 
So look around your windows, look around your doors, look at the edges of your siding where the siding meets the uh, corner board. If those are starting to crack and break apart a little bit, then you need to go ahead and get it fixed before you start having additional issues. That's some great advice, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things we talk about every week is getting the job done right. I mean, just saving a little bit of money. It costs a lot of money to paint a house, right? So just to save a little bit of money and have that bad job done, you know, I can't imagine spending that kind of money. And then a year later, looking at it and just not really being satisfied with the job done. So that's why you've got to pick a reputable company and you've got to do it the right way because ultimately you want this to last. Absolutely. I mean, for most people, like you guys said, it's their biggest investment. It's the majority of their net worth. And so if you want to protect that, you know, making sure that you're taking care of it and putting something aside every year or, you know, if you do it every month, that's fine, too. But just something that way you can maintain it. You know, one thing I want to ask you, because this is something I'm thinking about doing in my house. I've got probably uh, I think I got two sides brick and two sides siding Mm -hmm. really thinking about painting the brick i've never really liked the color and that seems to be really popular are you doing a lot of that and when you do it what are what should we be thinking about yeah we do a ton of that um the main thing with that is once you paint it you can't go back it's (laughs) it's so if you if you have anything in you that likes the brick color then wait maybe do a small small test area behind some shrubs or something like that but the biggest thing with that is just going to be the prep, making sure that you use a masonry primer first before you put any paint on the brick because um, that helps seal the brick. It helps prevent any moisture from bleeding through, and it actually provides something that the paint will bond to. So you're, you are able to go straight onto brick with paint, but I always use a masonry primer first because the job that you get out of it is just... And, and is there a, what's the duration on that? Is that different than your other siding? I mean, how long can we expect that to last before you might have to do that again? That's going to be about the same, as long as you prep it right. If you don't prep it right, then you're going to have a lot of sections that flake off and peel off because brick has a lot of dust or you know sand on it. Um, and so if that's not prepped properly, then you know you'll end up two, three years from now, you'll have that issue. I love the, uh, that you guys just talked about that painting of the brick. I'm seeing that all over the place. And I think one of the peop- one of the things people have to realize is once you do it, man, you can't go back. You can. I'm sure there's a way to get it off, but <laughs> it's going to cost a lot of money. So you better really make sure you like it, right? Yeah, the brick will just never look the same. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, I mean, I, I, I would, me personally, you know, because at my house, I'm really thinking about doing one. And I've kind of got that pink brick that I never really liked a whole lot, to be honest with you. Um, and I, I just really think, you know, especially that white color, you know, the, is, is that the most popular going white? I'm seeing a lot of the white colors with maybe the black shutters and that, that type of look. I mean, yeah, is that- the black and white look is, is a really, really popular look, and it's been in for a long time. So, you know, there's people that have said, oh, well, is it going to be a fad? I don't think that it is because it's a very classic look. Um, If you look at a lot of, you know, historical homes, you got a lot of white homes. That's true. It comes and goes, but that's a great uh, Yeah, that's that's a great question. Is it a fad? You know, back to rubbed oil bronze fixtures or, you know, you see it in garage stores. People try to go one way or another. Is it a fad? Is it something I'm going to get stuck with and can't resell my home or is it going to work? Well, I, I would also say, too, you know, you can repaint it. So, you know what I mean? If it if it does yeah. with a paint job, oh, yeah. that's one of the easier things. You don't have to put quite as much money into the, you know, or you're, you're pulling something out and putting something in. It's just the next paint job. Though. 
anyways, that's my opinion. Yeah, but, but you, you hit on it. I think the other thing, too, you know, seven to ten years on a paint job, I think as you're listening to the show and you're thinking about it, we're probably all going, yeah, I painted my house uh, 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 oh boy, twenty years ago. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So do as I say, don't do as I do. So That's I just right. I was counting up in my house too. Well, we're coming up on a break and we're enjoying this. Uh, so stick around and you're going to hear a lot more about what Devin has to say. We'll talk a little bit more about some other exteriors. Maybe we can get in some roofs. So stick around. You're listening to the All Four Seasons Home <laughs> Show, brought to you by the All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors on Extra 106.3. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. And we're back on the Four Seasons Home Show on 106.3. You're listening to Dan Watkins, our sponsor, and I'm Chris Lalamia. And we're kicking it around talking a little bit more with the Bullard exterior team, but really we're talking to Devin Bullard about exteriors. We hit painting last segment, but right now, Let's talk a little bit more about siding. And Dan was talking about, you know, what are the different kinds of siding you have out there, especially here in the southeast? Um, we don't see a lot of vinyl siding anymore. Um, definitely don't see any aluminum siding anymore. So what do people typically have on their homes, and what are the different options we got? Yeah, so most homes now are going with a mix of brick or stone and then some type of fiber cement siding. So whether that's Hardy Board, Nichiha, um, there's a few other brands as well, but most homes have a kind of a mix of them, especially if you're looking at the new construction neighborhoods. Um, but we are seeing a phase out of the vinyl siding. I know that in some counties they don't allow any new construction to go back with vinyl or to Why start with vinyl. Uh, for them, it's about home values. Um, vinyl is a cheaper option, so just like anything they want to try to elevate home values a little bit whether that has to do with taxes or not who knows but um it's just one of those things follow where... the money my friends <laughs> follow the money it's all about but, the money but no so the most popular things right now are anything from your standard uh, fiber cement siding which is the the cedar lap siding it looks like you know wood board but it's fiber cement um, smooth panel siding is the same size, or they have some other sizes as well, but it's just smooth instead of textured. And then probably the most popular right now is the board and batten siding. Um, we're seeing a ton of that on uh, a lot of the renovations that we're doing. Um, people usually go with a mix of board and batten and smooth siding. Um, you know, we add stone, shake, all of that kind of fun stuff as well to give it some texture. But those are the, those are the main ones. You know, I have on my rental house, I've got the cedar, the old cedar. I mean, yep. are you are you seeing people just pull that off or, you know, I'm I'm actually in a situation as Chris knows right now because I talked to him about this. <laughs> I need some replays. It's looking pretty shoddy. I sent you over those pictures. Um 
But, man, I hate to just do the whole house over, but, man, I feel like I just did this eight or nine years ago on this house. Tell me a little bit about the cedar. How much do you see that still? Um, are you just ripping this stuff off, or do you, are you doing some repairs with some of this? Yeah, so with that, um, it's kind of a mix. It's kind of a mix. We see a lot of the cedar siding on the older homes. Um, we don't install a lot of new cedar siding except for cedar shake for accents. And that's done, you know, if you have a whole Cape Cod style house, then the whole house might be cedar shake, but that's pretty rare down here. Um, so we're seeing a lot of cedar shake accents, but the cedar plank siding uh, is really kind of going away. Um, most of the homes that have the cedar plank siding actually don't have anything behind it. So we we find a lot of them where when we pull the cedar plank off, there's no plywood, there's no insulation, there's just drywall um, past the stud. And so, you know, we get a little bit of a surprise sometimes when we do that. So, um, but we do repairs on it as well. It depends on what the homeowner wants. If their goal is, hey, we've got five, you know, 10 pieces of cracked siding, we need to get this stuff fixed up so it's, you know, back water tight, then we'll come in, we'll do that, we'll paint that specific side or the areas that need to be done. Um, but we have a lot of people that say, hey, look, you know, we know that this house is, you know, living in the past. We want to bring this thing up. We want to get it sealed up. We want to get it up to code. Um, so we'll do full replacements, you know, get new sheathing on house wrap siding, all of that, and get it, get it really sealed in tight. Yeah. I think, I think that's the the big, biggest takeaway is what do you want to do as a homeowner? And I hate it when you go out there and try to talk with homeowners and they they feel like, you know, I have got to hold my card so you can't see what I'm doing. You, you're the expert. You got to tell me, but no, you have to have an idea because in Dan's case, he said it. It's a rental property. Does he really want to take all those cedar samples off and bring it up to code? Yeah. It's a rental property, and it's a hard decision to make, but it's a big investment. So yeah. which way do you want to go? So you've got to be honest and upfront with, as a homeowner with when somebody comes out and tries to talk to you about it, right? Yeah, I mean, because it is it is a large investment. Most of the siding replacements that we do are somewhere between forty and $60,000. And so when you're, when you're looking at something like that, you know, You've got to know going in, if I give you a price for a repair, but you were really looking for the replacement cost, that's not even a comparison, right? So um, we're able to get, you know, pretty aggressive on stuff, but we have to know which direction we're moving in. Yeah, you know, I find it to be, you know, mine's a contemporary house too. And I find that a lot of those contemporary houses that are probably the ones that are left with the cedar, right? I mean, right. is that is that pretty, pretty much the way it goes? Um, you know. The other thing is, I always, you know, whether it's a garage door, right, um, or whatever you're doing around the house, even a rental, I always think people want the cheapest stuff on the rental. But are you going to keep that rental for, you know, am I going to keep this house rented out for 20 or 30 years? Well, if I am going to do it, then maybe there's a, you know, put that money into now and I'm not going to have this repair every eight years. I'm I'm putting this Band-Aid on this. And exactly. Maybe having some of those leaks or, or whatever, too. So I think... You know, and again, the size of the house, right? I mean, how big is the house? Sure. If it, you know, your price is going to come down if you got a twenty five hundred square feet, or oh, absolutely. if you got a five thousand square foot, right? I mean, you're yep. talking double the price there. But you're you're talking about pricing, but uh, again, it's a couple thousand for a repair, but we're talking tens of thousands for a siding job, and that's yep. where I think people sometimes are hoping, right, when they talk oh, yeah. to you. Uh, yeah. Maybe make it five thousand. Yep. Can you can you do that? It's only a small house. What if I just <laughs> right. what if I just do this one side? Yeah. And we we hear that a lot, and it you know it gets a little bit tricky because when you go and you bring you know one side up to current code and all of that fun stuff, then you know the rest of it doesn't doesn't really match well. No. But 
you know, a lot of times we're able to, if it's small repairs and stuff, we're able to maintain that for a decent price. Um, but we see a lot of homes where, you know, they need probably five to $8,000 in repairs. And we do those knowing that in three to four or five years, they're going to need almost that same amount again. Somewhere else, and right? Yeah. So it's one of the things, do you bite the bullet and get it done? Or, you know, it depends on how long you want to hold the house. You know, it, it really is expensive these days to maintain a house. I mean, it, it, it truly is. We're seeing these house prices going way up, right? But, man, it it's you know, th- those paint jobs cost more money and, um, you know, those siding costs more money. You know, everything has gone up. I mean, it, it's just unbelievable over the last three years. I mean, the three of us can sit here and, you know, exchange <laughs> stories about how expensive everything is. So, oh, yeah. you know, for anybody listening out there, you know, you may get a little bit of sticker shock when you when people come out to your house right now. But, you know, across the board, we have to charge these prices because, you know, grad doors are up 103 percent. I'm sure your siding's way up. Chris could tell me about all kinds of lumber and everything else that he's using around the house. Um, this stuff just costs more money. So, you know, people, you do need to be ready to get a little higher price when, when you're doing anything around the house. And it's, nobody's trying to rip you off here. Now, you may have some people trying to rip you off. But, you know, a regular price almost can feel like a ripoff if you had this done 10 years ago. Yeah, it's like if you went to the grocery store today and wanted, you know, a dozen eggs versus three years ago and wanted a dozen eggs. I mean, it's just a different ball game. It, it really is. Yeah, that's I, that's a hard one. I, I've often told people, uh, and I say this all the time with the Trust Toolbox, you should budget 1% of your home value just for repairs. Not, I want to upgrade my master bath or not because I just want to, I want to get the new fanciest garage or entry doors I can, but just up 1%. And if you don't spend that 1% this year, you're going to spend it next year. And that's 2% now. So, yeah, oh, that's, that, right. that's a great number. I'll have to I'll have to take that. Yeah. So you talk about exteriors uh, in you, you guys as Bullard exteriors. We talked about pressure washing, painting, and siding. Yeah. But one of the big things you guys do, and you said one of your biggest uh, biggest revenue items for you yeah. and your company is roofing. And I really like to talk about roofing because I really have a I really have a tough time with that whole industry. If you don't go with somebody who's insured, licensed, uh, and knows how to do this stuff, so let's talk about roofing and. What are typical roofs, and then we'll start talking about some of these shady characters out there. <laughs> yep. So that that's a uh, that's a, a a very large Pandora's box as far as opening all of that. Um, but yeah, as far as roofing goes in Atlanta, we can start with kind of the most common things that you see. So a lot of the older homes still have three tab shingles. Most of the homes that have had their roofs replaced are going back with architect shingles at least. Um, but Atlanta is a unique market when it comes to roofing. So you have to have a business license, but you don't actually have to have a license to be a roofer in the state of Georgia. And so what that enables is for people who actually don't know anything about roofing, no testing, no requirements, nothing, to get into the industry where some of the numbers can be pretty large, um, but with no experience. So it's it's a little bit of a of the wild west as far as that goes um which is why you see you know some of the shady stuff but there are some incredible companies here we're fortunate in atlanta because you get some guys that you know really care about the customer really want to do a great job and so you know there's there are 
tons of great companies to choose from here. So it's not it's not all bad by any means. Well, you know, in this industry, and I'm well aware of this too, is the the storm chasers, right? Yep. We get the hail damage. Storm chasers all roll in here. That is who you want to stay away from. They they are coming in. They're they will not be around if there's a warranty issue in the future. Um, you really need to make sure it's somebody local if something like that happens to you. Um, you know, they come in when the storms come in. So yep. I'm sure you've it's, I'm sure you've had your share of, of, of those people when uh, when those storms do come in. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember my first experience with that was actually in Athens a few years ago when uh, Athens had a big hailstorm. I can't remember if it was 2017 or 18. Um, I was living in Buford and still back and forth to school a bit there. And uh, during that time, we got almost tennis ball size hail, and that brought everyone and their brother. Um, I mean, I'd never seen anything like it. I was working with some of my customers, and I would knock on the door next to him, talk to the homeowner. Hey, we're working with John next door. You know, he said you guys might be, you know, needing help on this because you've had a thousand people come by. And he goes, "Man, you're the twentieth person today, <laughs> today, today, <laughs> not this week, today." And so, you know, it is, it is crazy. But when it comes down to picking somebody, I mean, the main thing is, I think that references are more important than a lot of the other stuff. Do you know anyone who actually used them and was happy? So inter- reviews online are great, um, but there's there's been a lot of people who have gotten busted for having fake reviews. And so you know reviews online are, are great, but if you know anybody who's, who's actually used the company or who knows somebody who has used them, then that's the best way to find somebody. You know, I totally agree with you about, obviously, you know, my business and any good business, I mean, Chris is the same way, you know, despite all the advertising that I do and Chris does or whatever, I mean, I still have, you know, 65% of my business is coming in on referrals or previous customers. So, you know, any any good business, you want that, right? I mean, that's that's the free business, of course, but that means you did a good job. And if you heard from somebody, of course, that is the best thing you can do. But I would also say when you're looking at reviews and reviews are great if you're looking at them the right way. And there's two different things you want to look at with reviews and the good reviews. What kind of detail did they use? You know, were they using somebody's actual name from the company? Maybe maybe talking about because most of the time people want to when they go on and take the time to write a review, you know, they're going to get into a little more detail. They're not going to be like, oh, they did a great job. You know, when you see that, that's the fake reviews. Right. Um, but I also think it's important. I think a lot of people do this. They look at all the bad reviews. It's very easy on Google to go, yep. hey, l- l- let me look at the one stars. And for me, listen, I'm we have we're about a four point nine. We got sixteen hundred rev- reviews. We do a great job. I've got some one stars on there, but you're going to see on my one stars when I say, I am sorry, is there something I can do for you right now? And I'm going to take the credit that we messed up. Or you're also going to see me write some stuff. You got some people that, you know, they didn't get their way, so to speak. Um, They wanted some money off They're You know, listen, sometimes things just cost money um, and they get upset about these kind of things. It's crazy. Some of the one star stuff. But I will write, I will I will talk about everything on there. And if you get into detail, I think people really appreciate it. I've found a lot of my guys tell me this, that people literally chose us because of my responses to the one stars. 
So I think that's a really important thing to do as a business owner is take those things seriously and, and be honest when you make a mistake because we all do it. I mean, we see 500 people every week. You know, we're not going to be perfect. Um, but also, listen, there's some people out there that are trying to get one over on you too. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, we've we've had plenty of that. I mean, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you we're not perfect. You know, we've made mistakes. We've had leaks. You know, we're not the company who's never had a, a roof that we've installed leak. But we are the company who's never had a roof that we installed leak that we didn't fix. Right. And so – you know, for me, that's that's the most important thing is that, yeah, you make mistakes. Guess what? Apologize. Figure out what you need to do to make it right and keep moving forward. And so, you know, that's the main thing. And I'll tell you what, when it comes down to responding to reviews and responding and speaking to, you know, customers or people who aren't yet customers who may be unhappy, that does a lot for your team. You know, making sure that your team knows, hey, that you're standing behind them and you're supporting them. You know, that does a ton for them. Yeah, it works both ways. It shows, number one, you care for the customer, but you also care for your team. And that's the kind of company you want to have, especially when it comes to your roof. So if I'm a homeowner and you're coming out there, what should I be most concerned about? I mean, what 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 are the questions I should be asking you as you put on? And let's just talk about a, an architectural roof. Yeah. What should I be asking? Or what should you be? What should we be asking you? So we like to educate the customer throughout the process. Um so some of the main questions that you would want to ask are, what are you going to be putting back? What all are you going to be putting back? Not just the top shingle, because that's only the pretty part. That's only the part that everybody sees. So are you putting ice and water shield in all the valleys? Are you putting ice and water shield where the shingles meet the wall? Are you going to be replacing the step flashing? Are you going to reflash the chimney when you're up there? You know, do you flash around the penetrations? You know, what all are you actually going to do? Because anybody can put shingles on. And it's the what, penetrations you got to be the worried, most worried about. I, yeah. I tell that to people all the time. And they, they say, oh, I think my siding's leaking. I said, well, let's go figure this out. It's probably the window or the door. Probably it's the penetration. So what, yep. what Devin just hit on is key. It's those little points that people don't ask those questions. Yeah. They get the, uh, well, I put five nails in my shingles. and uh, but, Well, yeah, yep. but hang on. Before you do all that, what, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, it's just like prep, right? So that's that's the main thing is what what happens under the part that you see. So when it comes down to that, making sure that that is all handled, making sure you're not going back over any rotted wood. Um, as far as you know, questions that a homeowner would want to ask a company are: How long have you been in business? That does matter to some extent. Not saying that new companies aren't great because there's a ton of great companies you know that start out. I mean, we but all start. But you got a somewhere. better chance if they just start right. off. You're going to have a problem. Yep. Um, you know, what type of warranty do you have? Warranty is one of those big, ugly, tricky items when it comes to anything, but roofing especially. Um, so a lot of the warranties on roofs exclude, you know, acts of God. And so if you have any kind of a named storm or anything over a certain mile per hour or anything like that or hail that hit your roof, a lot of companies, they'll say, oh, yeah, well, you know, sorry, you're roof was hit by a storm so and i don't want to cut you off but how do you know that how would you know what the we we have we have software that tells us basically i've got a app that i can put your address in and see every time your house was hit by anything over half inch hail wow so you know i've got all of that but the main thing is you know as far as warranty goes we have a clause in there that says that you know if you have any work done on the roof that we have to do the work because we're going to be maintaining it. Uh, we have a 10-year workmanship warranty on every roof we install. Wow. How about that? 10 yeah. years. I was about to ask, how long do roofs last here 
in the southeast getting hit with all the sun we have. I mean, again, typical yeah. asphalt shingles are. So your your average three tab shingle is a it's a twenty five year shingle, and I say you get twelve, um, twelve to fifteen before you start having you know major issues. Your architect shingles you're gonna they're making them a lot better now than they were. Um, so you're gonna get somewhere around the twenty five to thirty year mark wow. um, out of a fifty fifty five year shingle. So. What's the price difference of that? I mean, I'm just curious what, you know, to get oh, from one uh, to the other, how much more are you having to pay? The to- average the average roof, we charge the material difference, and I think that's usually six to 800 bucks. For the whole yeah. job? Yeah. I mean, so, that's a no-brainer. Yep. So if you go with some other, you know, some other items on it, like you do a specialty hip and ridge or anything like that, then that can go up. But when it comes down to the actual cost difference, of the shingles, you know, you get a much better roofing system for not a crazy amount of money. You know, I have one question we're not talking about. I know you don't see this very often. What about those like steel roofs? I mean, I know they're really expensive, right? Yeah. Um, and they are supposed to last forever, basically. How much more expensive is that than your so, roof? So you have a couple different things with that. You have your standing seam metal roofing, and then you have, um, screw down metal roofing which is the r panel um which is what you see in a lot of agricultural um you know barns stuff like that yeah, i'm not i'm not following you on that one what, what, what does that mean so it's the wavy looking panel the wavy looking where panel. you can see the screws on top of it gotcha. the, the true standing seam will have a roughly a 16 inch wide section with a one and a half inch two inch ridge and they snap lock together and the screws are all hidden um gotcha in my opinion that's probably the best roofing system out there because it's one of the one of the only no maintenance roofing systems if you're allowed to say that um you have to maintain the penetrations but outside of that as far as you know the actual the main body of the roof all the screws are hidden it's click locked together and unless you have a tree fall through your house it's not coming off and this is something you do mm-hmm and again, give me price a general yeah. price difference because I would love to have something like that, but I'm hoping you don't tell me the price is just so through the roof. On, I'm closing my eyes and I'm sitting up. Go ahead. Like that through the roof? Chris? Through the roof. I liked what you did with that. Yeah. So on on average, the stand a standing seam system with us is not quite triple the cost of shingles, um, but pretty close. Okay. So two and two and a half times the cost of shingles. Um, but that's one of those things that's an investment. It's when you list when your homeowner's insurance prices your home, they look at everything on it as far as what the value is. When you list that, that actually will help increase your home value. Okay. So it's an investment, but you get it back. That didn't sound that terrible to me, but I also think, okay, what if that storm came through? What happens to that roof in the same kind of a storm that's that's damaging the other roof? Yeah, so when it comes down to wind, you're gonna, it's going to take a lot. Um, Tornado. Pretty much. I mean, you all, you all had to have a direct hit from something. I mean, we went we went down and worked a little bit after Hurricane Ian um, in Florida, and most of the roofs that were still standing were standing seam. Wow. How about that? Are you putting a lot of those in right now? We are. You are. So you're yep. starting to see that more and more. Yeah. It's, you know, we do it on a lot. A lot of people do it on their accents. So they'll have it on the front porch or on the back porch or on, you know, little accent pieces bay windows stuff like that but we're seeing a lot more people you know decide to go with it on the whole house because they just don't want to mess with stuff anymore and number one it looks amazing but number two you don't have to mess with it so you know it looks great and i know we got a break coming i 
want to finish up one last question on that when we get back from the break, but then let's talk a little bit about gutters after that. After All right. I like it because we always can talk about roofs because it keeps us covered. Like That's what I did fine. with that one. Huh? How about that? All right. You are listening to 106.3. That's extra 106.3. This is the Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins, and we'll be back right after these messages. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show. Don't forget, you can check our uh, our podcasts and our stuff out on the Extra 106.3 app. Don't forget to go out there and get that downloaded. A lot of people are listening on that app as well. Easy way to run around and listen to us and get a little bit more information like we're about to share again. So, Dan, I know you've got uh, some questions that have just been burning. We've been talking about <laughs> siding. We got, we've got we been talking about gutters. In a minute, we'll talk about that. But you wanted to hit one more question. On yeah, there was just, I just want to finish up with the steel roofs because it, it's, it's intriguing to me. What, what if you get the hail? Okay, how does it hold up to the hail? We know the wind. It sounds amazing. But how about the hail? Yeah, for hail, they hold up really well. The main thing is going to be whether you have cosmetic coverage in your policy with your insurance company. So if you have hail that's large enough, then it can put dents in your standing seam metal roofing. And now that won't really affect the performance. The performance. It's It usually won't cause it to leak unless you get some like grapefruit-sized hail, which is terrifying. Um <laughs> But, but you better not be outside. Yeah, no, no, absolutely right. I've not. Seen some of that stuff. I know you just go running for the hills on that one. But yeah, the main thing is, you know, some companies will have a cosmetic exclusion on your policy. So that's one of the things before you file any kind of claim, you really want to talk with, you want to have somebody come out and do a full inspection first. You don't just want to have somebody maybe knock on your door and tell you to go ahead and file a claim and then they'll meet the insurance company out there after. You need somebody who you trust to do a full inspection put a report together and show you whether it's actually worth it or not. Because we were just talking deductibles on the break a second ago. And, you know, you can get stuck paying a deductible or having a deductible pulled off of a claim that is not really worth it. You know, if you have a $2,000, deductible and you have a $3,000 job, you're going to be paying 2500 out of the $3,000. And now you have a claim on your record. And if you have a no claims discount, that's gone. So there's a lot of things you need to take into consideration, but having somebody do a full inspection and really put a thorough report together, including the weather data, uh, can go a long way when it comes to making sure that if there is damage, it's actually covered. Yeah, and that that kind of brings me to a story I had with that same rental house back when I lived in it. Um, I had some some storm damage, some hail damage. Uh, was told I needed a new roof. My roofer was going to come out and had it canceled last second. The guy still shows up. I'm not thinking anything about it. He goes up there, says, ah, there's about 
you know, $2,500 in damage, something like that, which again, you wouldn't even make a claim if that was the case. The river's going, no, 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 no. Well, at that point, he just files this thing because he, he you know, does this. I end up having to get him back out. I have to pay the deductible. Now, granted, at that time, it was only like $1,000 deductible, but, and they put it towards, you know, whatever that price is. So, um, and I knew the guy, so it, it didn't kill me but somebody else if you got a $2,500 deductible and they pulled that move you know once he went up with the roof all of a sudden everything changed and I did need a new roof so you know you got to watch the insurance companies they don't like to pay money I don't care what it is if it's health insurance uh, auto home they never like to pay well I mean they're a for-profit business I get it but it's one of those things where when if the damage is there it's there and so that's one of the things when you have a roofing company or just a, a general you know a contractor, anything like that that's going through insurance, you want to make sure that, number one, they stick with you through the whole process, and number two, that everything is documented properly. Because we see Georgia is, like I said, there's no licensing for roofers. There's no, you know, really watchdog group saying, hey, you know, make sure that it's done right. And so there's a total, there's a major issue when it comes down to false damage on roofs and people filing claims for no reason and so that's one of the things you got to find somebody reputable you got to make sure that you trust them and that you know you know at least something about them and you got to make sure that they stick with you through the process that's i think that's some great advice i mean when hail damage comes we all say as homeowners hail yes we want to do this and and insurance companies are over there going hail no we're not going to do that absolutely and so when you said have somebody come out and take a look at it is there a fee associated with that estimate uh not for us. Uh, most most roofing companies don't have a fee when it comes down to doing an inspection. Um, some companies do, but most companies don't. But the main thing is having an inspection done and having a full report put together. So, I think I think we talked quite a bit about roofs. Now we got to talk a little bit about gutters yeah. too, because that's the next thing. Because yeah. gutters are important. You got to get that water away from the house. Once you have a great roof, you got that going on. But if you don't have good gutters and it's just running down to your foundation, a lot of problems can start to happen. So talk a little bit about gutters and systems and what you're doing with that yeah so we install seamless gutters um pretty much everything is either six inch or half round gutters um half round is either you know your standard colors or your copper um but when it comes down to your gutter systems a couple of the things to look for if you're a homeowner who has you know an older gutter system is look in all of the corners of your gutters if you're looking from the ground and you look up at the corner of your gutters do you see where it's a little bit black under that corner if it is, that usually means that the seams inside the gutter are failing, and they either need to be replaced or you need to have your seams fixed up, uh, resealed, all of that. Um, the other thing is, if you see any rust spots in your gutters, it's time to go ahead and get them handled. Um, but when it comes down to gutter systems, there the main thing is having them pitched properly so that they're actually flowing water to the downspouts, and then having your downspouts located properly so they're flowing water away from your foundation. Um, I know you guys have talked with a lot of people who deal with, you know, foundation work and all of that and what a nightmare that can be. If you can avoid that, avoid it. That's great. I, again, gutters, you got a great inspection technique there. We're not going to go up and look at our roofs. I don't know about you, but I'm not going up on my roof anytime soon anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's why I got guys for that. And if we don't go with that, but uh, Devin, we're coming up on that on the end of the uh, show. We got three more minutes. We want to talk just a little bit more about how can people get a hold of you and Bullard Exteriors as a great company to work with and where do you work? Yep. So we work all over the metro Atlanta area. Our office is, uh, we just recently moved to Gainesville, Georgia. We were in Buford before that for years. Um, but we service the entire Atlanta metro area. So really everywhere from, 
Marietta, Kennesaw, Powder Springs, all the way over towards Athens. Um, so m- mostly the northern side of Atlanta, but we do work all over the place. Um, as far as getting in touch with us, our phone number is 404-855-2937. Feel free to reach out to us at any time there or on our website, which is just www.bullardexteriors.com. And if you search us on any of the uh, social media platforms, we're just Bullard Exteriors. Love that. I actually checked out your website. It's really cool. It looks like they had a little drone. But it's also got pictures of your team on there, so you get a feel for the people who are going to be working with you because that's got to mean a lot to you because, again, you're probably not going to go up on that roof. You're probably not going to go up there and look in the inside of those gutters, see what they're doing. You're not going to see how they're prepping the house. you got to trust that your team's going to do it. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that we do whenever we set an appointment is we usually send you a little introduction for who's coming to your house. That way you know who you're going to see. Um, but we've got a great team. We've got great people. Um, so, And people love that, by the way. They love they love getting that because we do the same thing at all four seasons. Is, and I can't tell you how many people have, I've, I've just had feedback that they love that. They love to know just beforehand who's coming over. And um, I know they've got a little bio. I don't know if you do that kind of yeah. stuff on there. But it's a nice touch, and I think people, people absolutely love it. Yeah, well, Devin, that's been great. You know, Bullard Exteriors, go check it out. Again, BullardExteriors.com. You can check that out. I love that website. You can actually go out there and hit the contact form and set up an estimate appointment. With, yep. uh, check that out as well. That's also a great service and touch that you guys can do as well. Yep, and we've actually got one special that we're running right now where anybody who does a full roof replacement or a full exterior paint gets their pressure washing on us. So if you get your whole uh, home painted or you get your roof replaced, we take off the cost of the pressure washing as far as the painting on the house and the driveway. Uh, and if you do a roof replacement, we give you the driveway and house cleaning for free. There you go. You get free pressure washing. All you have to do is mention the Four Seasons Home Show. All Four Seasons, not all Four Seasons. The Four Seasons Home <laughs> no, Show. It's you the, mentioned that. Chris, I know it's your first day on the job. It's the All Four Seasons Home Show. Okay, I can't do it. I've been the pressure. You yep. mentioned that thing, and I'll tell you what. If they don't pressure wash for you, I will. Or Dan's coming out with me, and we're going to do it. Thanks for listening. This has been a great episode. Thanks for having me on, Dan. I enjoyed it. Devin, good luck to you and your team. And give those guys a call over there and let them take care of the exterior of your house. We're out of here. This is 106.3, the All Four Seasons Home Show. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.